All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another week on the Oh, I Did It Again podcast with your friends, Tanya and Rachel. And this week, we are joined by our friends, Lindsay and Emily. So welcome, friends. Rachel. Yes, welcome, Rachel, oh. and welcome, Lindsay oh. and Emily. <laughs> I get no, so confused with that welcome. I'm like, wait, <laughs> am I a guest too? No, yes. This is not your podcast, Rachel. It's <laughs> A guest, a guest always. Yeah, so we invited uh, Emily and Lindsay because at the time they were both also very single ladies. But I don't think Lindsay, are you single? Emily, or not? Yeah. You <laughs> are single. Yeah. I could change in a few months. No, she's not single. <laughs> it's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> but I appreciate for like, proofs, like you know, a lot can change in a few months. There you know? is hope out there. Yeah. You know what? Yes. So we will <laughs> definitely want to hear that story of hope, but <laughs> we brought oh, both hope. Lindsay and Emily on because we've had many conversations at parties and nights out about dating apps and dating and men and all of the above. And we just thought it'd be a fun that conversation to kind of revisit the dating app topic that we did um, our second mm-hmm. week on the podcast, um, but also dive a little deeper into some of these other topics. So first of all, let's let Emily and Lindsay introduce themselves. So Emily, can you tell the podcast world a little bit about yourself? Yes. I mean, like, where is this going to be sent? Should I say my career, my profession? We have not actually said our career. Like, we say that we work together. So that is completely up to you on how you would like to identify yourself. We like to share Um, in our Hogwarts house and our astrological sign when we did it. But however you want to, you're welcome to. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, my name is Emily Morgenstern. I am a Leo. I believe I'm an Enneagram three. Last time I did it was like a few weeks ago and it was like 2 a.m. I think I was a three. I don't remember <laughs> much. Um, and my Hogwarts house is a muggle because I've never seen any movies or read the book. Get off the podcast. But I do know what muggles are. <laughs> you know I what? That. Yeah, I totally appreciate that. That's a great yeah. answer. So thank you for your honesty. I'm not and you are, you know. I've taken the BuzzFeed like quizzes. I think I might be either like a Gryffindor or Hufflepuff, but yeah, be honest. So. Yeah, I, don't I think can there's totally... a ton of Leo Gryffindor overlap. That like really checks out to me. I mean, there's like both lions, but just in terms of like yeah. personality, I think that a lot of Leos would turn up in Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. All right, Lindsay, what about you? All right, well, I am Lindsay. Um, I don't exactly know my Hogwarts house and I feel like it might've changed. I used to be a uh, Gryffindor, but I feel like my personality has changed the past few years. So I'm a Gryffindor, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, same thing with like, I took a, the 16 personalities test pretty recently and I used to mm-hmm. always get the campaigner, but pretty recently I keep getting the protagonist. So no matter how many times I take it, I keep getting protagonists now. So I'm a protagonist, ENF. Uh, T, the turbulent kind, okay. um, and I am a Libra as well. So nice. October nice. birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Love an yeah. air sign. Mm-hmm. I said, like, I feel like I. So I'm a Hufflepuff, but I would like some people would probably put me in Gryffindor, but like I choose Hufflepuff, so I totally get like the changing and all of that. Like. And I do think mm-hmm. that that would be different. Like when you were a kid, what you would house you would be in and maybe what, like as an adult, if it would change at all. Cause again, all personality tests kind of change a little bit. Right. So, mm-hmm. right. 
Yeah, right. I think that's what it is. Especially over years, you start to like progress and grow up and mm-hmm. like change. And then you're like, okay, so mm-hmm. like, I'm not a Gryffindor anymore. Into your own. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I also think like the Gryffindor house, like we all grew up reading Harry Potter, especially our generation, like that did. We all thought we were just Gryffindors because that was like every like, what everybody yeah. was. Yeah. And then yeah. we all are like, oh, wait, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That's Some of us are me. Slytherins. There are Slytherins yeah. out there that I consider good friends. So it's okay. Yes. All right. So on this podcast, also, hopefully by now everybody knows we like to talk about sex. And we've done this before many times. When we have new guests on, we like to ask, who is your sexual awakening? Because I feel like we always, I don't know about you, Rachel, we always get a new one that we're like, yes, that was mm-hmm. absolutely like part yeah, of the journey. I agree with that. <laughs> um, and it's just like part of our another, shared like, journey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A, a shared millennial woman journey. So who was your sexual awakening, Lindsay and Emily? Hmm. I feel like mine was Leonardo DiCaprio when I first watched Titanic at like 13 I was 13 or 14 I remember watching that movie and being like that dude is cute (laughs) that kind of started my affair for blonde blue-eyed pretty boys and Mm -hmm. it's funny um because I feel like I used to really seek like different types of guys but I feel like it always ended up turning out to be a a pretty boy who uh fit that Leonardo DiCaprio like stereotype I had when I was like 13 or 14. (laughs) That's yeah like that's really interesting before because like uh, minds will turn her and I'm like I do kind of go for like the good guys at heart like also a little bit of a dirty guy yeah that's It is, I mean, like, what's the TikTok trend right now? Like, who is your childhood crush and who did you end up with? I feel like that's very, like, similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio and the Titanic was also one of my very early ons. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, okay, I was thinking about this ever since you sent this out. And this was, like, May when you sent this out. It was the early (laughs) schedule. Yeah. Um, I could not think of a, like, specific person. But then I went to a bachelorette party (laughs) a couple weeks ago. And we were, like, talking also about this. And someone was, like, Tarzan. And I was, like, same. Tarzan? It's a cartoon? It's a Tarzan. And I was probably, like six whatever six seven maybe <laughs> yeah yeah like, hey we yeah. had dimitri one of our last guests mm-hmm. had dimitri from anastasia so yeah. we've already had such a good one mm-hmm. animated characters are welcome here like mm-hmm. i've actually asked that question to some of the men that i've like gone on dates with and the, somebody like mentioned like scar or something from lion king and i was like okay this is, this is a lot wow this is a different answer but okay that's yeah that's really a lot to sort through <laughs> yep yep pretty much oh, i yeah, can't tell if it's a tarzan came out in 99 and i was born in 95 but i think it was like i remember watching it at home as a young so i was yes. like six seven maybe but anyways i don't know though like i don't even know what type tarzan is and if it relates to the guys that I'm into now, it, it kind of does. <laughs> Wild men swinging yeah. from trees. Yes. Do you like long hair on a man? Is that part of it? Do you think? Um, yeah, it's like I don't seek it out, but then I see a guy yeah. with long hair, and I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> that's that. me with red hair. Like I can't <laughs> explain it to people, but that's like well, I can't. That's yeah. how I usually try to explain it to people. Is that if a guy would be attractive with like blonde or brunette hair. But he has red hair. I'm old. I'm done. It's, yeah, I'm sold. I do love red hair. 
I like I find redheads hot but it it's more like I desperately want red hair so I feel like it's a deep biological thing of like if I have a kid with a redheaded guy like I have a decent chance of ending up with a redheaded kid <laughs> and I would love that I love that reproduction yeah. in mm-hmm. your head that instinctive I want a redheaded kid yep <laughs> sometimes biology doesn't lie mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. All right, so we also, to now go to, like, future sexual awakenings, (laughs) who are your top five celebrity crushes? I'm dying to know. Um, Okay, I think I have my list. Chris Evans. Yes. He's welcome here. Love him. Everything about him. Um, Harry Styles. Also very, very well. Leonardo DiCaprio, even though I feel like he treats women like shit, but at least he cares about the environment. <laughs> like a- mother, mother nature, the most important woman, some would argue. Yeah. Um, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, good one. And then Brad Pitt, because I love older men. He is and, good. Like, I feel like he's one that I didn't find that attractive like 10 years ago. But now, like, yeah. I, like, even though a lot of people did, like, I feel like he's hotter now. I don't know for mm-hmm. me. Maybe, I don't know if I it's me. If it's yeah. him, if it's both, I don't know. No, he, he aged like five lines. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Leo is still on my list just for the sheer, like, the past is too strong for me with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I still think he's very attractive and I still really love all those movies and stuff. So I feel like he's mm-hmm. got to be in there somewhere. Um, however, Chris Pine. That yes. Is oh like, my also. God. I took yeah. that back. The Chris and I am. Are very great. I might have to kick off Harry Styles. But yeah, what? It's fine. What? Okay. Sorry, Harry. That's, that's this. Right there. Well, you guys are making Rachel's day because Chris yeah. Pine is Rachel's favorite. That's Chris. my top Chris. Oh, that's my top Chris. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Chris Pine is just at like even I'm trying to remember the thing. Chris Pine can. Yeah. yeah he was in Into the Woods. I forget about that. Yeah. Oh, okay, but have you guys not like stalked all of his late night like appearance interviews like I have? Oh, these things I on them. <laughs> I didn't know. I need to get back into this. Yes. He like him and Paul Walker too. Like Paul Walker is probably my top five rest in peace. However, like he was like my dude for a long time. <laughs> his look is like exactly yeah. what I like. I can see that. Um, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. You do really love hard. a blonde. Like this I is a. That. He's got and his personality is very like. Yeah. I don't know. He's very rugged, but he's also mm-hmm. just very like funny. He can and pull cool. up a seat. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then another one I would say is Idris Elba. Like yeah. no matter what he's in, mm-hmm. I will I will seek it out if it is mm-hmm. starting. We got some good. Idris is one of mine. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm happy to hear this. I'm very happy to spend a bit of time on Chris Pine because we do, for yeah. for good reasons, spend a lot of time with Chris Evans. But yeah, Chris Pine. Except, okay, really, do you feel like he's kind of going off some like deep old like deep shit or something? Like the pictures you've sent me of him lately with like his beard and like wearing I do PJs in public, of, which is like fine, but like I don't I feel like he's going down a path. I don't know. I think he's an eccentric for sure. I think part of like Chris Evans' allure is that because he's part of the Marvel machine, like he's very good in interviews. He's very good at like being charming. I mean, he is charming. Like, I think we get less of that with Chris Pine. Like, I think he likes to be kind of a weirdo and 
Yeah, exactly. Yes, that. exactly. Yes. 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 What is that? Yes. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. I want to get inside of his mind. I feel like I feel like in his pants. I understand the hype with Chris Evans. Like I, I understand why people feel that way. However, something about him I can't get on board with, and I can't explain what exactly is. Like maybe he's almost too like prim and proper sometimes, and like the way he like. I don't know something about Chris Pine however it gives similar energy but it's a little more dangerous and I can't explain yeah. can't explain the, but it's there <laughs> there's an element with a strong element of, with Chris Pine of like what, <laughs> what? <laughs> that I think is like yeah it's intriguing he's kind of like the underdog too I'm like he's he's popular but it was yeah. like a few years ago before the pandemic and it was the, I think it was the Oscars or Golden Globes and Chris Pine was presenting an award to why can I not think of his name right now? Uh, oh my God. Anyways, he's presenting an award and like you could tell he was high <laughs> and like it was amazing. And I was like, I would totally smoke Oscars Chris Pine. It's like Chris Evans wouldn't do that. No. Yeah. No, but Chris Evans is a Gemini man and I feel like that sends off some energy to me that I'm like I don't know <laughs> yeah loving it yeah no I've just loving always heard like Gemini men and Scorpio men are like to not be trusted I don't know <laughs> yeah. no. they're elusive yeah they're yeah mm-hmm. but I've also been told that I as a Pisces I should date Scorpio men so I'm like I don't that, what does that say about me <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean two water I, signs a lot of emotion yeah yeah a lot but yeah I don't know I don't know we'll have to see so speaking of dating though (laughs) I let I feel like let's dive first in to dating apps again because again a lot of overlap here in that Emily you're also not on dating apps like Rachel right so I feel like your perspective of dating profiles but I'm not active exactly The only time I'm ever active is when Lindsay's bored and she takes my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So I don't know, like, I I feel like it's important to like put out there that like not everybody's on dating apps. Not everybody wants to meet that. So like, do you mind explaining like, what's your hesitancy about dating apps? Like, what do you hate about them? And then Lindsay, like you can share just your overall opinion of them as well. Um, I hate small talk like person to person in like conversation let alone messaging Mm -hmm. guys I don't know I'm like I literally barely have the time to like text my friends back Mm -hmm. why the frick would I spend my energy messaging someone that I may or may not meet in person and it may or may not be a decent time Mm -hmm. so I'm like I'd rather just freaking you know meet someone out in real life which obviously Mm -hmm. I'm not but you know, there's people out there. There's people out there. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? I'm curious. It's a similar, it is. Yeah. It's just the effort. When I think about like what you invest your time in for the chance of it working out, it just, yeah, it's hard to make, to make the math work for me. And yeah, I, yeah, there just feels like a lot to navigate. Mm-hmm. And also it's like, you know, I get it. Like you're going to be messaging, like talking to a few different people at a few different, like different times or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to be going on like dates with like different people at the same time. I'm mm-hmm. like, I literally don't have the time to do that. Right. Like during the week, there's like no time. And then I feel like the weekends is like for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. do you feel like, like you're just not in that space yet too? Like, no, I, I, I am, but with dating apps, you have so many people coming at you at once mm-hmm. rather than in real life. When you're making a connection, you, you know, you either focus on like one or two people, not like five, you know, mm-hmm. on dating apps. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point, Emily, like that you're saying that it's connecting in my head. Like, I feel like in person, I'm able to tell if there's a connection with somebody like that, but over texting over a dating app, like it takes a minute, right? Like it takes Mm -hmm. a little bit of time to like figure out if there's a, if there's a feeling, if there's a connection there, sometimes not even until I meet them in person, um, to do that. So yeah, that's a good point. Like dating apps truly kind of almost elongate the time which is why like I know when I first got on dating apps like I was like I don't want to meet somebody until like three weeks after talking with them over apps because I don't know who I am like I don't know who they are I mean um I also didn't know who I was but anyway so but now like when I was on dating apps because I have recently deleted them I'm like nope I'm done for a really long time now (laughs) I need a break but I'm like, yeah, a couple of, like a couple of days, like let's go up and meet because I recognize how much face-to-face interaction with another human being is and like, okay, is this going to work or not? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, do you feel like that Lindsay, like I, again, like you've been on dating apps, like quite a bit and stuff too. Like, would, how do you feel about that? Like, do you, are you somebody that like wants to meet somebody right away after you start talking to them? Or are you like, no, I need to give it some time. I am very much right out the gate. Let's set up a time to meet. Like I don't even in the past, I hadn't even messed with like a lot of the small talk, like in the beginning either. Like if I saw there were a profile that I was interested in and we would talk like just very briefly, I would, sometimes I would make the first move to be like, oh, that's funny. Like we should totally get a drink about it. Like, and <laughs> I feel See, and you're forward like that. And like, I give right. you that respect. Cause I'm not forward. I'm like, you ask me out. <laughs> yeah. And I can be very forward mm-hmm. online much more than I can be in person. Mm-hmm. In person, I would say I'm much less forward of a person. Um, however, with like the dating apps, I was always very like apt to be like, yo, let's meet like right now. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, let's go grab a drink tomorrow. Like, what are you, what are you doing tomorrow? And that always turned out very well. Like that always worked out for me. There was a couple dates that like were, you know, whatever, not a great time, but at the very worst, I was like, you know what? Like, I met someone new tonight and I, mm-hmm. who knows, like, I wouldn't have known what would have happened. Um, mm-hmm. And I got a free meal. So that was cool too. <laughs> you know? good um, I, f- I fed myself for a good month straight. So. <laughs> um, but I feel like you're just only able to really make that connection in person. Like I'm a bad texter as well. Like I'm, I'm very, it's hard for me to also answer friends, text messages, and I'm very bad at doing the online communication. So I am, and I overthink texts. I look at, you know, text messages and what people say and I overthink it. Do they mean this or mm-hmm. that? So I'm out the gate, like, let's meet, let's, let's, let's uh, hang out and talk. So, mm-hmm. um, I have been way more like, I've been one to be like that forward to be like, yo, let's go grab a drink. And I feel like that has always worked out usually. So yeah. 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 I feel like for the most part now that has worked out for me too. Like I don't, I think honestly, if I think about it, one of the last times that I talked with somebody for a really long time was actually when I re-downloaded Tinder and stuff at the like winter of 2020 and met, uh, we're trying not to use like real names on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So meeting my Chicago friend, I'll say that, Rachel. (laughs) Mm, Right. Um, And like, but obviously it was a during the pandemic. 
Sorry. A new friend. Hi, Theo. <laughs> what's his what's his sign? What's his Hogwarts house? <laughs> yeah, so I think that was the last time I really talked like but again, it was during the pandemic. So like I think we were trying to take things slow a little bit before meeting up mm-hmm. because we we're like, what are we doing in a pandemic? Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, I I agree, Lindsay. I feel like it's better to kind of if you're feeling safe at least, I would say. Yeah. Go like just go out for a drink. What's the worst yeah. it could do? Like yeah, worst it could be. Absolutely. So. And there's there's been times too where I've been that one to like initiate and we're like really hitting it off. And then, you know, we have plans set up and then all of a sudden they kind of give me a vibe that they're either becoming too pushy or they're becoming impatient. And that right out the gate is a red flag for me too, of like, like we need to be, even though we set up something, we need to be like realizing that each other are doing things in the midst of, mm-hmm. you know, being on an online app. So um, I've also been an app too, to be like, Hey, like, I actually don't think it's going to work out for us being Saturday. Apologies. I wish you the best. And people yeah. have usually reacted to that well as well. So um, you mean you yeah, haven't gotten weird ass text messages from a man when you're like, I actually don't want to meet with you anymore. Like I did. <laughs> I, I don't think I have too much. I think I have maybe like maybe taken a back a few guys. Just but Tanya. Just Tanya. <laughs> yeah, tell us about this. Yeah. So that's really so what weird. made me feel like, oh, I'm, I'm done with dating. <laughs> I'm done. I need a break. This is too much. So <laughs> people yeah. are so weird. Oh, just why? Why would you yeah. ever? Why? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Why are you like this? Mm-hmm. So Lindsay, can I ask? I know that you are no longer newly single. Um, did you meet your new partner on a dating app? I did. So I feel you like share, sharing like a little bit. <laughs> I love the show. Um, yeah. So like me and with my current partner, um, we met on Hinge, mm. and out the gate also it was like let's meet like i think he might have initiated right out of the gate because we came up as like most compatible um and i was like okay yeah for sure and like i'm always down like anyone wants to meet and i'm down he was you know from muskegon and he was like you know able to meet soonish and you know within the next week and then we exchanged numbers and we kind of kept talking and from from the beginning he was very engaged and very kind and always making his effort known um to me basically and then we met for our first date and we had our first date at pigeon hill and i remember thinking like man this is like this is easy (laughs) like i feel like i'm just hanging out with someone i've known for a really long time and then Mm -hmm. there was times too where we were able to sit there and just be like totally silent like for minutes at a time and i was thinking like okay this is like i'm very comfortable and Mm -hmm. the gate was like okay I'm ready to go out again. And something too, I feel like I started to do recently and that I feel like was effective is I feel like I was dating being myself. Like I didn't care if I was, I used to be way more cognizant of like, oh, I don't know if I should be the one to be as forward. I'm the woman. Mm -hmm. Is this what's really going to attract a man? Is do I need to, you know, I can't let him know that I had a great time in the past because like (laughs) I need to kind of be elusive and be like, Mm -hmm. you know, let him Mm -hmm. reach out to me. And this time I was way more authentically myself. And when I was authentically myself, I was like, oh my God, I texted them like, I had a great time. Like, let's hang out again. Yeah. And like, absolutely. Like I had an amazing time, let's do it. And it just kind of like started from there. Um, 
and yeah, like it's just grown from there and out the gate, I think I saw that effort and saw the the connection, but we wouldn't have culminated that connection unless we met in person right out the gate either. And it was a mm -hmm. lot of coming together with that. And then it just kind of grew from there. So that happened, I think our first date was like April 1st, I think. Um, nice. So a few months and things are going great, but we're having a great time and uh, it'll start from a dating app. So we were saying it went <laughs> there well. Is hope it can happen. It can happen. And I, I mean, can say too, like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that no, wrong. go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I could also see, like, because I have been on the dating apps for years and I had never noticed um, someone putting forth that effort until I met this guy and of it being different. Like, I just knew from the get go that it was a little bit more different, um, like more genuine, more genuine. The effort was there from the from the beginning of someone who was genuinely like interested in building a relationship. Yeah, and because I was like my authentic self in the beginning, cause I was very, I, at that point too, I was like done with dating apps. I was like, I think I downloaded it on a whim cause I wanted Emily to go swiping cause I was also bored and I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. And then got that match and I'm like, okay, yeah, he seems cool. He's cute. I want to meet him. Um, but I was like very done and done putting on a show also of being like, you know, I have to text, wait to text back a certain time. And I was very mm -hmm. about that lifestyle that you almost see too, like trending on TikTok or whatever. Like if you want to keep a man, do these five things. And if you want to mm -hmm. hook, you know, someone, this is how you have to treat them. And then I stopped doing that. And I became like my authentic self of being like, this is me. <laughs> and me like yeah. from the beginning. And so that starting off on a genuine note of me being fully like honest of, with him and fully like forward with him of when I had great a great time of be, wanting to see him again of mm -hmm. being the one to put forth that effort too of like yo I like you so let's like hang out <laughs> um definitely I feel like made a difference and yeah so <laughs> first of all that was fucking adorable I'm very yeah. nice. extremely cute <laughs> I yes. tell you guys something very cute so on our set, I'm like, we were like three weeks into talking and we had been on a few dates. He was like, right. he's like, what? <laughs> I have opinions too. <laughs> yes, I have opinions. Um, but on like our, how I knew that I was like, oh shit, this guy's legit. Um, in like our third week of dating, he had, I had told him that we had recently moved into a new building at work and there was a threat to one of my employees outside of the building. It's like somewhat of a dangerous area um and like a situation happened and it was a little bit scary and I told him about it and he's like oh my god like you need to like protect yourself do you have like mace or pepper spray I'm like yeah whatever I'm like I'm fine like I'll I'll get some eventually he's like no for real you really should and I was like hey, yeah whatever and then he's like I have this pepper spray like you can have it and he sent me a picture of it and I could drop it off like ASAP and I'm like no nah, it's whatever we'll wait till like the next time I see you I'll grab it and then randomly, a few days later, he asked me for my address. And I, we hadn't met at like my place yet. We hadn't exchanged addresses. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. He's like, I promise it's not to kill you. Um, <laughs> that's uh, what murderer yeah, yeah. That's exactly what a murderer <laughs> This is um, reverse and, psychology. Yeah. And then I like come home one day and there's like a couple Amazon packages sitting at my, at my door. And I was like, oh shit. And it was from him. It had his name on it. And I was like, what? So I open it 
and it was this alarm system keychain thing for girls he had bought me like it was like a alarm pole thing and then he also we brief we had spoken about how we like to read books and i had briefly spoken about how i wanted to look into this one book that he really likes and he had bought me the book as well so he as well that i had like in passing said I would have really liked to read and he was like okay like heard me and thoughtfulness. thoughtful and sent it to me I was like okay okay hey, guys love a book yeah guys yeah. that are listening to this podcast if you are dating a girl who likes a book and you buy her a book oh that was like, I was like <laughs> I hate yeah I hate mm-hmm. that like the bar is that low but it really like it kind of <laughs> is that low <laughs> and that's okay yeah. Yes. And it was just like out the gate, stuff like that. Of like, I was like, wait, wait, like, and I'm being like, then expressing, you know, oh my God, like, I, I really like you. I'm like, you sure? (laughs) 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 Yeah. Okay. And then you can do stuff like that. And it still, it even took a while for me to even like accept those things. Like I was just Mm -hmm. so not used to that happening. And Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit and just stuff like that kept happening and it was it was shown to me through his uh-huh. actions mm-hmm. it was it was more serious um but just comparing that to like the effort that guys have put in them in the past I was like why in the hell was I messing with those dudes for forever you know yeah I've been taking notes because you're saying so many things that I'm like this is important <laughs> I want to go back to this this is what I want to go back to <laughs> first, first is related to what you just said like the effort that he put into it's hot like Mm -hmm. I don't understand like it's actually they're all kind of tied in because my notes are effort is hot games are dumb and it's obvious when they're into you yes like games are dumb like yes there's a level of like if you were like bombarding somebody like if you're being creepy in that way that's not Mm -hmm. like nobody wants that but like games are dumb. Like if, if you're trying to be like, oh, I don't want to seem too obvious that I'm into this person, stop it. Right. That's dumb. It's, it's right. not a good move. It's really fucking hot when a guy is clearly into you. Yes. Because too often I think guys do send mixed messages or no message at all. And it's like, why the fuck do I want to waste my time doing this? I will because I'm a dumb, I'm a dummy, but <laughs> like, why? Why would I do that? Like, no, it is so hot when a guy is obviously into you. And for, I would imagine it's got to be the same for guys. Like, so you were, you mentioned like how girls are, we're taught like we can't appear too obvious because guys don't like that. Like, right. you know what? Maybe the first male guest that we have on this show, Rachel, that's gonna be my first question to them. Like, do you, is that cool? Like, do you like do it when you, girls are not like, obvious? <laughs> do you like, like to know that shouldn't. people are into you? Like, is that something that you like? It just feels like a lot of what you said feels so like, obviously whoever you are you are dating whoever you're attracted to but like ultimately you're a person dating another person and like generally what's good for the goose is good for the gander like if you appreciate the support and the interest like probably the person that you're dating is also going to appreciate interest like obvious interest yes and I feel like that um like I I played my whole life of hearing like just from the past and you know I, it's obviously a, kind of an old school belief that you don't ever call a guy you don't you don't text him first you don't say what's going on you you keep elusive and you keep that chase going yeah, but i mystery. think 
and you keep yourself a mystery. And I think what we're worried about now is like an actual like person. Yeah. Like you said, like a person to person relationship. Mm-hmm. And once I let that guard down of being like, this is me and like, I like you, I'm going to say it. And that only has recently happened. And once I became my authentic self of being like, yo, like, let's go out or like, not, not looking over my text a million times. And if I want to mm-hmm. use a million exclamation points, like I do, if I want to say like funny things, or if I want to say text them multiple times, like I will, or double text them. I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. And he yep. responded well to it because it, in the end, it, what matters is that connection in person and that connection to them, that person and themselves. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you double text someone that already likes you. <laughs> That's a hot <laughs> take. And you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. And from the beginning, like that communication has just been great. So I think, yeah, just being your authentic self is what really not playing games and just all of those self-help books are right. What? That's stupid. What? Yeah. <laughs> you could have ever seen it coming. <laughs> like that truly letting go. Yeah. Just be yourself. Like literally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never, I used to overthink text messages too. I'd be like, okay, could they take it like this? Could they take it like this? What's like, I need to like, okay, backspace, backspace. I need to add like a comma here, maybe an emoji here. Like not exclamation points. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it seems too eager right now, but I just like started to text him like like I mean, text text me. Oh yeah, Lindsay is actually the worst texter ever. Yeah. <laughs> and like <laughs> if he can do that, then like yeah. he's solid. I'm not surprised he can keep up. <laughs> he uses like the reply thread thing, like oh, to reply to <laughs> as well. So like that shows caring. It shows care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, I had a thought and I forgot. Oh, I so ultimately I feel like a relationship is a friendship, right? So there's a level of like, hey, my friends put up with my shit. Like if this guy wants to be in a relationship, like mm-hmm. he also needs to be my friend mm-hmm. and you're going to put up with me sending you a shit ton of memes and <laughs> pop culture references and things that you're really like, I don't give a shit about this time. <laughs> right. Cause that's, you're my friend. So mm-hmm. yeah. something too, like, that was interesting for me from the beginning is I feel like, and I'm sure you ladies can relate, um, feeling not that sexual like attraction didn't come first which was interesting Mm. so Mm -hmm. like I feel like I wasn't in the past I feel like I've gone on dates guys have made the move right away to either get me to come home with them or to insinuate that and then I say no and then they maybe go on another date with me or whatever but from the beginning they were like okay like let's let's get some Mm -hmm. stuff and with this guy um from the beginning, like, I don't think we even kissed till like our third or fourth date. I think our third date. And I remember telling him on our third date at dinner, I was like, I, I told him actually that I had intended to wait a little bit longer because I was interested in like, I'm like, this is what happened in the past. It was always dudes using me and mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen again. And I was very up forward, like forward and up front with that. And I was like, and I told him like, I was kind of shocked that you haven't like kissed me yet. Like I was kind of taken aback. He's like, well, I did it because I like you. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't want to like ruin things right. but I want to like yeah right. he's like I don't want to screw you off and be weird and like and he's like I, I didn't do it because I I genuinely like really like you <laughs> and that was like a very interesting too, thing too of like that came second which ideally that would all that would come you know because <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that friendship and everything and um it was kind of shocking that I wasn't immediately 
coerced into that as mm -hmm. other men had um and felt like I was being like genuinely like seen as a person mm -hmm. for one like it was very yeah. interesting and Lynn, Emily like you're feeling good about it too, like as Lindsay's BFF. Like, I mean, I'm gushing because I think this sounds adorable. I am. And I literally only met him once and it was by accident. So I'm waiting for that night we get to hang out. I know. He works. Really gets to know each other. He works like second shift right now during the summer. <clears throat> so it's like every, and then he, you know, he's working these like 10 to 13 hour like shifts. Mm -hmm. And we so love it's been, a busy guy though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's good. And he's like, and he's got a bunch of shit going on, but we had want, gone out one night with my other um, girlfriend and Emily was hosting an event at Wonderland. So we're like, oh, hey, this fall, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and then we have like met the parents too and everything. And oh, yeah, good. But it all came from a dating app, which I had sworn off probably yeah. a week before that happened. Mm -hmm. I had been like, what? fuck it, I'm bored. <laughs> and I Why not? <laughs> I think I was in, I was with Emily. I'm gonna start swiping while we're sitting right I here. I was with Emily <laughs> and, uh, and Capone's actually when we were talking about and because I was like you know what though like because I heard you Tanya too about like being back on the apps and even just meeting people again and I was like I miss that like I, it's getting to be summertime and I going on dates is fun. I enjoy I going on a drink. Uh, yeah I miss yeah. a free drink. Um, <laughs> new people is fun so I was like whatever and then and I was like and I'm, but I'm like I'm not putting up with anything anymore because I don't I really don't care anymore about this and I was like meh, meh. and then that just kind of happened but that always just seems like how, how everyone says it always happens and that's exactly what I was just thinking and that's what's so fucking annoying Rachel did we talk about this in Boston did we have a drunk conversation in Boston Probably. about this yeah <laughs> I hope you guys recorded a podcast while you were in God, we should have. <laughs> we should have. I feel like we had a very long train ride one night. Just like a long stretch of like reflection. We should have been recording. <laughs> we should have. We did not. But no, like what's so fucking annoying is like as a perpetually single person, like, and I love you, Lindsay, and I love all my friends who mm -hmm. looked at me and said that, like, it just happens when you least expect it. It happens when you let things go. It ha it's like, I fucking know. <laughs> Consider me unexpected. <laughs> At this point, if I'm in a relationship in five months from now, I can guarantee you I do I not expect that. that. Like yeah. I don't know how I can like put out into the world any more less expectations about this. But right. I but again, I get it. I know that that's how what happens. Mm -hmm. I know maybe I'm still holding on to something that the universe is like, you gotta let this shit go. You gotta let it go, and then it will happen. Yeah. So, but no. Universe. Yeah. I was very much at like my breaking point too before this. Like I was really done with that. I had gotten like screwed over a couple times like the, the past winter of different mm -hmm. guys that I've had really let me down. And I was like, you know what? I'm a hundred percent focusing on myself. Like I don't really give a shit anymore. I'm, I'm done. Yep. And I was like very into like doing, I really focused on doing everything that I love to do. And then just one day randomly downloaded that. And then I was like, okay, like just for funsies, who's at that point when I was doing everything that I really like to do and I wasn't focusing on dating, I feel like I really like built up a lot more confidence than I had before of like, mm -hmm. I can like, stand on my own and enjoy myself and my time. And I was like, oh, whatever, I'll fucking download it again. I know how this shit works and texting, you know, and then it just kind of just happened and 
This makes me yeah. so happy because like um was it, it was either right before or like right after the new year Lindsay, mm -hmm. Lindsay and I were at her place and we were making vision boards oh yeah and I felt like she just focused so much on herself but like I feel like a little part of it was like you know finding like a genuine like connection mm -hmm. I feel a like a picture of, of like a very like I oh my god I have it as my background actually on my phone your vision board love is patient. yes I do love, love is huh? patient love is kind <laughs> like people just like yeah uh, very like loved up on each other probably we, we last night we went to um the beach and like looked at the stars all night like I, oh, I, I love that <laughs> that was like the ultimate thing and yeah so it's like a very it's a very interesting experience too and I something maybe I could talk about with you ladies too of like how dealing with that of like an actual healthy relationship when you've only had like mm -hmm. bad ones you know yep um is very is a very interesting road to navigate as well um, yeah because you're yeah. constantly thinking of your past experiences and you're like i don't know so i feel i can share when things go well sometimes i mean we talked about it actually um with our friend morgan uh rachel how like in the past when things were going well or even when things started going bad i would make things worse or i would want to make things worse like i would self-destruct on some level because i don't yeah. know how to handle when like things were going well or if like things were going bad i would just be like all right they're bad i'm gonna really make things bad then so i don't know like is that something oh, that'll be bad yes definitely is that like are you experiencing any of those feelings like of like your old behaviors trying to like come to surface in this new relationship you know what i mean like how are you how do you like navigate how are you navigating that right now i feel like um we both have made it like very clear from the beginning. We had a very open communication, which I ha also hadn't had with a lot of guys mm -hmm. um, of being very like upfront with our intentions and being upfront with like our feelings, even from like early on of being like, Hey, do you feel this? Like, cause I do mm -hmm. like, and that was something too, that would probably be like slept on, swept under the rug, like early on too, with other relationships of not really expressing how much we like, like each other kind of thing mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. um, but I, communication, definitely. Like, and I also see a therapist, I love her. Um, and she has really helped me with being like, you know, acknowledging my boundaries and acknowledging also how other people might react to those boundaries and, but still upholding those and keeping those true to myself and mm -hmm. um, communication, definitely of being like, and I think that comes with also with the right person too, like the right person you feel like you are comfortable to do that. Um, or a person that really fits with you and your and mm -hmm. what you have going on, I feel like that conversation comes naturally more so than it does with maybe more superficial type relationships um, that you're able to get vulnerable. So I think just being upfront and we've had things too, like it's been a while. So we've had things we've had to like talk through and stuff. And I think just us being open with our communication has really helped with that for sure. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Shout out to my therapist. Yes, shout out to therapy. <laughs> a, a plug for therapy. <laughs> Would recommend. But Emily brought up her vision board. Too. Are we on vision board topics? We're on vision board. Yeah, let's do it. Like, what are some major themes that you're seeing? From yeah, what's board? like the first? What what immediately draws your eye? Okay, so one thing that I feel like I need to focus on more is I put a quote and it says, "Wherever you are, be all there." 
and I feel mm-hmm. like I have not been present like the last few months like with work with friends like with extracurriculars and stuff I feel like I don't know I've just been like stress ball mm-hmm. <laughs> anxiety mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um yeah I have two because like Lindsay is one of those but I have two like photos of like people in love mm-hmm. but you know, we're just, we're halfway there. We'll mm-hmm. see. I can't do the second half. Yeah. And it's also, yeah. it's, it's okay if it's not like a priority right now either. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think if something that I've even had to come to terms with is that again, in our society, like we are bombarded with messages constantly that if you're not in a relationship and like, what's wrong with you or like, yeah. you're, if you're not yeah. trying to get into a relationship, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you not like all of, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm somebody that like, I've had to come to terms with like, no, I would like to be in a relationship, but I'm also, maybe that's not my priority right now. Mm-hmm. I've got other things that I care more about and want to spend more time and energy on than trying to actively look for a relationship yeah. and that's not a bad thing so it's okay, like it's okay Emily if it's not a priority right now oh you've got a million other things in your life that you've I'm, got to be doing Julia, I'm horny I'm, I'm horny like that's not even happening like I the hookups aren't even happening right now I know, like, that's my issue. girl I get it I am sex deprived trust me that's I think that okay what did I see something I feel like it was on TikTok or Instagram a a while ago that it was like once you start knowing your worth the sex stops or like the (laughs) I found out my worth this year and like so happy for it but like god damn like I mean like you don't yeah like you don't want to put like you don't even want to put up with like fuck boys in bed like right, you just no. you know, you want to fuck you don't want to try to date a fuck boy and you don't even want to fuck a fuck boy because you're like oh you're gonna you're, the sex isn't even maybe not that good or no. like it's not even worth my time and energy to like okay are we gonna have have sex or not like I was <laughs> just like a year ago I was dealing with a situation where a guy was like yeah let's let's have sex let's fuck let's do this thing in the summertime like when I'm home on the weekends and I was like cool when are we doing it and he would never want to do it and I was like what are we doing i don't understand what's going on right now you say you want to fuck me during the week and then the moment you get home and you're like oh sorry no actually i'm busy (laughs) all right i'm busy goodbye (laughs) no more god i feel like that's what i need right now is just like a steady hookup Mm -hmm. but those shit is so hard yeah or it just like turns into awkwardness mm-hmm. and it's just like especially in a small town like Muskegon yeah you're, you're gonna love you gotta hook these up, people you gotta hook up in Grand Rapids you gotta you gotta <laughs> yeah well, so I mean like that's a good our, thing to bring our friend Morgan lives in Grand Rapids but basically lives here so I'm just gonna yes. move into her place yes there you go mm-hmm. I mean I feel yeah, like that's so a good topic that we haven't really talked a whole lot on, on this episode Rachel is like random hookups or like steady hookups especially in like a small town like this like I mean, I've yeah. been thinking like when I lived back at my hometown, which is very, very small, and my dating pool or sex pool was literally people I went to high school with. I do not like the term sex pool. It makes me think okay. of sex pool, which feels like I won't ever use that term again. I'm is. sorry. My pool. Of sex. My sex pool. <laughs> <laughs> 
but like Emily, like this is your hometown. Like these are people that you went to high school with. I mean, Lindsay, you kind of too, right? But like this is like small, like very much small town. Like if you don't know, if like maybe you are having sex with somebody that you don't know that well, but they probably know a friend of a friend yeah. or your cousin, or maybe you like work degrees. with your mom. Like, yeah. So I will say I am into older guys. So I feel like you know, sure being is. in my twenties, it's like dating guys in like late thirties, forties. I'm like, I never knew you existed, and they're like, I've been here the whole entire time. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is like nice, and mm-hmm. and I haven't run into someone that like you know knows my parents or anything. Um, yeah, but speaking of like high school, so I went to a very like this is a small town, but then I went to like the smallest high school here, and I was at a wedding this past weekend, and. Oh boy one of the guys that I went to high school with like preschool through 12th grade okay like he's there like with his family and stuff like that and like I've been seeing him often and like we're, we were we were like friends like he was one of my like you know actual like guy friends and stuff mm-hmm. but of course like I because I was in the wedding so I've been drinking since like 9 a.m that day <laughs> wedding and I'm like flirting with him and then like he walks away and I'm like I'm actually flirting with this guy right now and I'm like in high, like high school me would be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Middle school me would think that I'm having like a seizure but then <laughs> end of the night I'm talking to his mom and his mom is trying to get us together oh. and drunk Emily's like yeah like go for we it. should get married thank god he left and like did not stay around like where we were at but I was like seriously like this is where I'm at right now <laughs> yep I've like, been there. Ugh. I have, I can think of the wedding where that happened to me. So I have been there. <laughs> he's a great guy. Like not saying that, but it's just like, I know, like it would yeah. never, but yep. maybe it's one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. what's, maybe isn't there some me. weird, like it's not even a stat, some weird, like myth that like, you probably someone. know the person you're going to marry by the age of 27 or some stupid shit. No, that's- it's like, I, yeah, I think about this a lot. Cause around that age and I'm like, I really hope I'm the exception to this rule. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause yeah. One of my brothers married a girl he went to high school with. And I, so I think about like, they didn't date in high school, but I do. Huh. And like the town that I grew up in, there have been a lot of people ended up getting married, like folks that they didn't date in high school, but like we all went to high school together. And it, I do think about this, like, oh my God. <laughs> Literally, so my roommate was just telling me last night, her dad and her stepmom, they went to high school together, to totally opposite circles. Like she was the popular girl, like he was mm-hmm. like the like, stoner. Yeah, and then it. I think it was like 15, 20 years later maybe not that much but now they're married and mm. it's like he only goes to class reunions to show everyone be like hey I, put a ring <laughs> oh, on I did it yes yeah. but it's That's like hilarious. I'm only I've been out of college or high school for nine years now so it's like I don't know I feel like I'm at that point where it's like there's no rules anymore there's, there's no, no rules. yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's I not grown up, grown up. Have, can I just ask like have any of you like hooked up or made out with somebody that you went to high school with like after high school I am not and I cannot I cannot fathom how it would happen (laughs) but uh, you never know this is not a club that I want to be a part of so (laughs) but yeah I did I did after I moved home 
a couple times, a couple different men. I think that's like, I've not, aside from like being home during the summer in college, like I've not actually lived back at my parents' house. Like that probably shrank the opportunity for that to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to do it with your parents for sure. (laughs) I made it work. I remember that. I experienced that. Yeah. Yeah, I made it work and I, it's, I'm not proud of, but yeah, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> I'll just say that. You know, I'm back on this, like, you've met the person, like, statistically, you've probably met the person that you're going to marry by, like, X age. And just thinking about my parents, like, they knew each other far, like, much earlier than they got married. They met probably when my, like, my, well before my dad was 26, like, before, in his early 20s, and my mom's a couple years older than him, so, like, even she would have met him before 20, Mm -hmm. like, her mid-20s, and it's, like, damn, maybe it is true, maybe we have all met the person we're gonna marry, maybe we've, like, going through, like, the Rolodex of all the men I know, and I'm, like, Mm -hmm. none of them. Could it be you? (laughs) (laughs) But also, because we're getting to that point, too, I don't know what was making me think about this, um, we are also getting to the age of friends getting divorced. Like, I actually don't know anybody right now going through yeah. a divorce, but like, I know of like high school classmates, right. That are like divorced, remarried, all that. But like, yeah. we're getting to that age. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I don't want any of my friends to have to experience that. Yeah. But it, it, that's also a thing, right? Like having to meet people that are divorced and possibly, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I haven't even, I'm not even on my first marriage yet. And you're trying to make your second <laughs> Right. Girl, slow down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I literally can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, really even like a pregnancy announcement on Facebook. I'm like, we're too young to have kids. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing? We're, we're probably we're probably gonna ruin it. your life. Yeah, and I think that's what. Oh, actually, Rachel, your cousin posted this, and I've seen a couple other people posted of something about like when you're 32, it's like 42 in the country, but like in the city, 32 is 22 or something like that i did not see like, this that's interesting yeah something and I, I feel like that's so true because where we are all at like it is so wild to see the difference between like people in their mid-20s up into like their early 30s of like all right you were either still very single and like mm-hmm. happy to be single or you got two kids married two dogs a mortgage like all of it it's like we're yeah, living yeah. two completely different paths yeah we're the same age I know and I feel like I'm such like a city girl at heart so it's like now being in like our town it's like I feel like just behind no I should be dancing on tables like (laughs) body shots still yeah I know right like that I I I go back and forth even as a 30 year old sometimes when I'm like I don't feel 30 like I feel like I should still be going out hurting every weekend and then Mm -hmm. I'm like oh fuck no (laughs) I need like four months rest now after doing everything I've just had to do for work and school and even a vacation (laughs) I'm still like nope I can't do this anymore (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't even have kids I don't even know how they do it I don't know how people I don't know how people have kids like I really don't know I have myself and I'm so tired (laughs) I'm so tired Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's all about like perspective, right? Like once you have kids, there's no, you like you have no choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you must engage them. Yeah. You must engage with your children. <laughs> I know, literally, <laughs> I, just, I locked my dog in the room barking. I can't do that to a human. Your kid. <laughs> no. That's a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Very unfortunate. Okay, so we, I was, when I was on the dating apps right before I deleted them, 
I was with Rachel for her birthday and a guy asked me, how would your friends describe the kind of guy that they, that they would want you to be with? Now, I can't remember the exact question. I feel like, like an easier way to say that is like, who would your friends want you to be with? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. My brain is not working that well tonight. I couldn't think of how I wanted to say it. And I was like, Rachel, look at what this guy just asked. Like, this is an interesting mm-hmm. question. I've never really thought about it. So then like Rachel and I had good conversations. What? Do I have to describe mine and Lindsay has to describe hers? Or can I describe Lindsay? Like, vice versa. No, yeah, like how would you, who, what do you, who do you think would be Lindsay's ideal partner? Oh, and, yeah. and who does she think for you? Yeah, so we were like, we're going to ask Emily and Lindsay this on the podcast because it's a fun question. Mm-hmm. And we thought yeah. you two as BFFs would mm-hmm. like it. I like it. Okay, so I'll go first. So I okay. think Lindsay needs to be with someone very caring and thoughtful. Someone yes. that is like gonna like take care of like those little things. Like mm-hmm. I remember like one time your car mm-hmm. broke down and like, blah, blah, but it's like, yes. no, you're gonna have a guy that just, you know, does that mm-hmm. and knows where to take the car mm-hmm. and like or how to fix it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then also <laughs> with someone that is like fun. And like outgoing and like likes to be out like with people be social but then also can be like an introvert mm-hmm. and stay at home and watch movies and like build blanket forts and stuff oh, that's cute <laughs> and then definitely like someone that like cares about their family like good mm-hmm. relationship with them mm-hmm. and like makes your family like their own <laughs> Also, I like, like he needs to like sports, so then like Lindsay will come out and watch sports with me. <laughs> important, important. Any physical, like other than like obviously you know Lindsay like blondes, but is okay, it, like is, physical? You know. Yeah, anything physical at all. Blonde. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like athletic build, but like not like athletic as in like a runner, athletic, not as like CrossFit athletic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. And a nice booty, just like you. Got a nice booty. <laughs> and a nice booty. Perfect. Like it. Love it. All right, Lindsay. What about Emily? I feel like Emily needs someone who, because Emily's busy. She's busy AF. Um, and I think, I think she needs someone who is gonna look at her and be like, "Holy shit, this girl is like a girl boss." Like, look at her and all the shit she's doing. And there's going to be a dude out there who's going to be like, dude, this girl is awesome. Like, she does all this shit. Like, this is insane. Um, And I think you're going to end up with a guy who really appreciates that and who's going to be like, okay. And he's able to roll with it. He's able to keep Mm -hmm. up with you having to go to meetings and you having to do different stuff outside of work too and JCs and whatnot. You're going to meet a guy that's going to be like, okay, not only am I going to like accommodate that, but I think it's like badass that you do that. So I think they're going to be like that. Um, I think you're going to, guys like sports. Yeah, obviously. To a degree though, I don't know that he needs to be like sports obsessed, but I think you're like, as long as you can watch sports with me, you're like, you're good with like conversation. Yeah. You know what's going on. You're good with that. Um, And also someone who's very sociable as well as in like, they're able to hold their own in social situations. Like if Emily's Mm -hmm. out and about, she's able to do her thing, part of her job and part of everything she's got going on. She needs to be able to mingle and to communicate with people. And there needs to be a guy that can also do that and can hold his own in public Mm -hmm. as well to to entertain himself. And you get enough with a guy who can just also like 
mind his own business and can do his own shit while you're doing your shit. Um, physically dark hair, <laughs> older. <laughs> old as what like Emily has seen. Maybe they're so, like, like a little bit younger. Not in their forties. Not their forties. Regular, you know maybe a couple years older and they got, you know, their shit going on with their career too. And they're quite comfortable in what they have going on with their career. So they are very like about your accomplishments too. And they respect that. And they see that because they're also quite far along in their career too. Mm. Um, but yeah, someone with who's got darker hair and they got a beard, but they're also quite established. They also, they got their own place. They also yeah. like dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And they like sports and they like being sociable, but they like to no, they know that they need to be able to entertain themselves. They don't count on other people to be the people to entertain them. They're very independent people as well. And I think Emily's person is independent as well. Mm-hmm. Good. Listeners, like that. Like if that, that sounds like somebody yeah. that you are, reach no. out. <laughs> we will hey. set you up with Emily. <laughs> All right. Well, we will wrap it up here um, and join us next week um, as we, is it our penultimate, penultimate? I can't think, think to say that word. Like this is our second to last penultimate? No, the next week will be our penultimate. Okay. And then we have, yeah, we just have two more episodes in this season. So thanks Ooh, for sticking with us. What a and ride. We'll talk to everyone later. All right. Bye. Yeah, bye. bye If you're enjoying Ope I Did It Again, follow us on Instagram at Ope Podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Email us. Tell us your stories. You can reach us at OpePodcast22 at gmail.com.